Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here uh, to break down the RBC Heritage um, PGA Tournament on DraftKings. Um, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sports slates. Um, esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and CSGO. Um, if you guys are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, uh, it's called the DK DFS Show. Would appreciate if you could leave a five star review for listening to this on YouTube. Um, we are now at three point three two thousand subscribers. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the notification bell. Leave a like button. Does really help me out to continue to put out free content for you guys each and every day. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into it. So first, I guess before we get into um, all the stats here um, and players' prices for this week, we can take a quick look back here at my lineup from um, the Charles Schwab tournament. So it was not great, right? I had three guys I hit on. I hit on pretty well, right? Finau was pretty good. Uh, eight under. Spieth was really good. He was in contention all weekend. Had uh, kind of a disappointing back nine there. Still finished 11 under. Uh, tied for 10th, and then Joel Dahman as well, 9-under. So three guys that were really good, but I'm not going to cash my three guys that missed the cut. DJ was a little bit disappointing. Um, him, Brooks Koepka, a lot of those the veterans have kind of been struggling um, in recent tournaments. Again, I know we've had a three-month break, but even before that, they haven't been in great form. Kucher, I tweeted about that. He double bogeyed on the 18th to miss the cut. I was keeping track of it because I was like, I thought I had a chance for everyone to make the cut because Nah and, and Justin Johnson were were later uh, in the second round, playing later in the second round. And I was like, all right, Kuchar, just please make make the cut. We're good. Uh, I'll be four for four. And then I just got to hope like DJ and Nah can pull it off. Um, and Kuchar double bogeys on 18th to miss the cut. Just bogey and you make the cut. Double bogeyed. Super tilting there. And the Kevin Nah was a guy that was decently popular. Uh, he had a really bad putting day, surprisingly. Normally it's his strong suit, but he had a really bad putting day. Um, the first day that kind of held him back. Um, so he missed the cut too. Um, so all in all, yeah, three guys missing the cut. Not great. Um, the other three are pretty good, but there's just no chance I'm going to cash with, with three guys not making it there. All right. So again, once again, we have a million dollar maker here for, for this PGA tournament, $1 million to first $20 to enter. Um, yeah, really excited that DraftKings continues to put out these big tournaments. Um, I think it's great while we don't have a lot of the main sports going on right now. Um, all right, so what we can do now is we can switch over to the spreadsheet um, that I made for you guys. Let me go ahead and do that right now. Okay, so you should see it now. My face should not be blocking it. Perfect. All right, let's talk about it. So um, what I included here, I added a couple things to my spreadsheet from last video. So again, we have the player's salary, their Vegas odds, 11. That means 11 to 1 to win. Um, average points per game on DraftKings, how many wins they have this year, how many top 10s they have this year, their cut percentage made or cuts made this year. Uh, and then I have some course history like I did the last video, 2019, 2018, and 2017. Now, we have to take this course history with a little bit grain of salt. Normally, we don't have, a lot of the main guys usually don't play in this tournament, as you can see, like the top 15, a lot of NAs, right? So um, normally, I just realized some of this font is actually different for some reason i guess can or maybe i'm losing i guess i can fix that later um but yeah a lot of the a lot of the top guys normally don't play in this one so you got to take it with a little grain of salt right some players have really good history which is good but maybe not against you know the best competition and then i added uh, some stats i talked about in the last video 
strokes gained, SG. So these are rankings you can find on, on PGA.com. Went through them. I plugged them in for every single player on here. We have like 150 players. Went through and did uh, their total rankings, those strokes gained total overall. Um, and then the two that I think are key for this week, for this for this uh, course, we have strokes gained approach um, and then strokes gained, strokes gained putting. So this is a course that a lot of guys can be laying up as far as driving wise. So I don't think driving is a key factor in this course. Um, so th- those big, those heavy drivers, right? I don't think it's going to be a huge impact and really want to focus on uh, the shorter game and their approach shots here. So I included those rankings. Again, first, number one is obviously the best. And I think it was like they're ranked like 220. So uh, color coded for that for you guys as well. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's talk about some of the players I like. So once again, I really like the mid-range, and by the mid-range, I, I should say, you know, the low 9Ks to like the mid-7K range is like at the sweet spot, in my opinion, on DraftKings. A lot of really good plays. Now, are the guys on top out of play? No, of course not. It's just you have to get a lot riskier to get them in, right? So if you play a Rory, if you play a JT, you're going to have to take a shot on one of those really cheap guys. And if you do, and what you're hoping for in those really cheap guys is they just make the cut. That's all you want. But again, it's a little bit riskier, whereas I think the more balanced approach, once again, is where I'm kind of leaning for this tournament. Just, you know, looking at all the salaries for all these players. So the top guys with Roy, JT, Bryson, John Rahm, Xander, uh, Colin Morikawa, um, all in, in the 10 or 10 to 11K range. Um, again, we don't have a whole lot of course history in these guys. Bryson did get third in 2018, but missed the cut uh, uh, in the uh, 2017 and 2019 years. Um you know, who am I looking, who would probably be my favorite play of those guys at the top? It probably would be John Rahm or Bryson. Um, I think John Rahm goes a lot lower owned. He was a surprising miss the cut after he was in great form and before that long break of the coronavirus. I think he'll go pretty low owned. Um, I think, you know, I think Bryson lo- looks pretty decent as well there at 10.7. So those are probably the two guys I'll look to at the top if you wanted to go that way. Now, am I going to go that way? I don't think so. Again, I don't think I like the players. Um, that are, again, a little bit cheaper. So if we get to guy like Sunjay M, right, 9.7K, he's been on fire recently, had another good for- performance in the Charles Schwab tournament. His price is coming up. But again, really, really good recent form. Um, I think a guy like Hideki Matsuyama is interesting, didn't play in the last tournament, but uh, he was in relatively good form. Again, he's got pretty good numbers, uh, besides obviously not not the best putter, right? If you look at Hideki, 197th ranked putting. Um, let's go down a little bit more here. Justin Rose had a pretty good game, uh, a pretty good uh, tournament last week, 9.2K. I think that looks pretty decent. Webb Simpson, he was a big letdown for a lot of people. I think he was the highest owned golfer. His price dropped a lot, right? Now he's 9K. So, um, maybe some people will get off him. I think, I still think he'll be pretty popular once again, just because I think he's a really good play. And I still really like him too. And maybe the ownership drops a little bit because of, of recency bias, but I still think Webb at that price point looks really good, and he's got good numbers too. He's got some course history here. He finished 16th um, in 2019, 5th, and then 11th in 2018 and 2017. Again, his strokes gain numbers for the short game looks pretty good, right? The total 10th, um, the approach 10th, 26th in putting. So I think Webb Simpson looks pretty good. Daniel Berger, the winner last week at 8.9K. I usually avoid um, winners um, you know, in previous weeks. I don't think the ownership will be that high, but still, I'm probably going to look elsewhere. Um, a guy like Jordan Spieth, I played him. Um, he was still pretty high owned. Uh, now his price jumped up to 8.7K, was 8K the last tournament. 
He's just a guy that people love talking about in DFS on Twitter. You either love Spieth or you hate him. I feel like a lot of people hate him. Um, yeah, I think the ownership is definitely going to drop on him this week too just because the, the price went up on him. Whereas you have prices dropped on a lot of these guys, like a Brooks Keppel, like like a Dustin Johnson, right? Gary Woodland looks good. I like Tony Finau a lot. So I think just for that reason alone, Spieth might go a little bit lower owned because of that price hike. Now, yeah, he looked pretty good. Again, the final round, the, the back nine was a little bit disappointing, but minus 11, he was in contention all day. He was leading for a while there um, in, in round two and three. So I have interest in Spieth. Um, yeah, really good putter. Um, his, his approach, obviously not great there, uh, ranked 187th. Then right below him, you have Brooks and Dustin Johnson. So these are two guys that last year were, were consistently at the top, right? They were 10K, 11K. Now you're getting them at a really big discount. So do you want to kind of buy low on these guys? Um, I have interest in these guys. I know they haven't been great this year, not in really good form, right? Looking at their numbers for the year, Brooks, not great. Um, Dustin, not great. Brooks, not great. Um, haven't had a lot of top tens, really haven't had a lot of huge success, but you're, you're kind of buying in the talent level here, right? That, those really seem cheap price points for Brooks at 8.6 and Dustin at 8.5. So yeah, Dustin burned me, but I don't mind going back to the wall there. I think, again, I like that price point a lot. Gary Woodland, I think is a really good play at 8.4 K. Um, he, he had a good day, uh, or good tournament, I should say last week. He's got good numbers as well. Um, if you're looking at the approach, right, 7th in approach, 64th in putting, not bad, 15th overall. Um, again, again, Tony Finau seems to be, uh, he, he's a guy I play a lot uh, for PGA DFS. Again, he came through for me once again. I think it was 8 under, 9 under, I forgot what it was. But uh, I think he looks pretty good at an 8.2K price point. I think that's a little bit too cheap. Ricky Fowler seems to always get some ownership because of the name. He's really been struggling. Um, I think you can make an argument. You know, I might prefer DJ and Brooks for a little bit more, but I don't think Ricky's out of play, right? I think he's still, obviously the talent level's there. Again, he hasn't been great this year, uh, been a little bit of a letdown, but I still think he's viable. Uh, maybe he, he might be a little bit over-owned just because of the name, right? Because he's a popular golfer. Uh, Abraham Answer had a good week last week. Um, I think he looks decent. Um, Tyrell Hatton. So, uh, obviously he looks really good in these numbers. Strokes gained first, uh, strokes gained approach first and 31st in putting. Um, he hasn't played a lot of golf recently. Uh, obviously the coronavirus and he broke, I think it was his wrist. So he's only played in a few tournaments. Obviously it's good that he's played well in those tournaments, but again, you got to take those numbers with a little bit of grain of salt because hasn't played as much as a lot of these guys uh, around him. Let's see if you scroll down a little bit more, some other guys I have some interest in. Um, I think Scotty Scheffler, uh, at 7.8K, looks pretty decent. Um, again, he has decent overall numbers as far as strokes gained. Uh, he has four top tens. Pretty good points per game if you're looking just at the DraftKings, right? Almost 80 points a game. He's 60 to 1 odds. Again, we have the odds on the left, on the left side here right next to the salary. 60 to 1, not bad there. So I have some interest. I'm um, down a little bit more. I think Kevin Kisner might garner some ownership. Uh, he's got some good course history, right? Uh, 41st, 7th, and 11th, as well as Ian Poulter. Uh, at 7.6K, not been in, in really good form recently, but he does have some good, good course history, right, with a 10th, 7th, and 11th in, in 2019, 2018, and 2017. Good short game numbers too, right, 43rd uh, in approach and 19th in, in putting. I think he goes very low owned, but I have some interest there. Let's see, JT uh, Poston, I think this guy will be pretty popular at 7.5K. Um, I think that's a little bit too cheap, and he, he finished sixth in 2019 here. Got some decent short game numbers. Not really the best in approach, but, but a good putter. 
Um, I have some interest there. Domin, again, I played him last week. I have interest again here at 7.5K. I think he's a pretty consistent player. Um, let's see. Benion always seems to garner ownership at 7.5. I think he'll be pretty high owned once again. Again, where he struggles, obviously, is putting, right? 211th ranked putting. You got to figure if he can just get his putting together for one tournament, he could probably win one. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's up to you guys, right? I think he will be pretty popular, um, but I think he's still viable. For, now, for scrolling down a little bit more, now it gets to a little bit more risky place. Now, Corey Connors had a good weekend last weekend. I'm not really too interested in him, though, at that price. Um, Harold Varner, again, he had a good day or a good weekend. Not really going there. Kevin Nod not playing. Um, or I believe there's one other guy, too, that they, they had listed out here. Um, let me confirm that. I should probably take them out of my spreadsheet, but I believe there's one other guy. Otis Scotty Shuffler uh, withdrew Tuesday. Okay, so that just happened. Okay, so ignore my Scotty Shuffler take. Do not play him. Do not play Kevin Na. They are not playing. I probably should have got to remove those from my spreadsheet. But keep an eye on stuff like that, right? Late withdrawals. That can always happen. Um, let's see. So not yet. We get to the range now. It's like the low 7K range, high 6s, even the low 6K range. These are all guys that are, are basically dart throws. Right? You don't want to have a lot of exposure to these guys. You're making a lot of tournaments. What you're hoping for is just for them to make the cut. So let's scroll through a couple of these guys that I think I have some interest in. Um... Let's see. Max Homa at 7K. I think might get a little bit of ownership, but I think he looks pretty good for his price. Um, Again, 83% of cuts made. He's got some decent numbers as far as strokes gained, right? 59th overall, 44th putting, 86th in in approach. Not terrible numbers, but at 7K price point, that looks decent. 150 to, to 1 odds to win. It's not terrible, again, for a guy in this price range. Scroll down a little bit more. Let's see. Um, Grio's been really, really bad. Um, but you, you, you can always buy low if you're if you're a guy that wants to go super good sharing, 6.8K. Yeah, he's really been struggling. But he has a decent, you know, some decent course hitch, right? 33rd and 16th uh, in 2019 and 2018. Let's see. CT Span, or CT Pan, I should say, won it last year. Again, he's got some decent course history. Um, don't know if I want to go there, though. Again, the, the strokes gained uh, approach and putting. Not really great, and that's kind of what you want what you want to look for mostly on this tournament. So it will probably be a void for me there. Let's see. Yeah, so this is – now you're getting into really, really risky plays here. Um, let's see. I think Lanto Griffin's always a guy that gets some ownership at 6.5K. Um, yeah, for a guy this cheap, right, he's got decent numbers, 44th total in strokes gained. Not bad for a guy this cheap. Um, so a little bit of interest there, but that's really about it. Again, you can always take a dart throw in one of these guys making a lot of lineups, but they're really, really risky plays and not guys you want a lot of exposure to. Um, but yeah, I think that really wraps it up for this video. Um, if you guys want access to this spreadsheet, all you have to do is follow me on Twitter. I just tweeted it out. It's DK underscore DFS underscore DFS. Um, would appreciate um you know, if you could leave a like button in this video, subscribe if you haven't already, hit the notification bell. Um, yeah, and work on the spreadsheet. It took a long time, not going to lie. Fingers are a little bit sore. Four or five hours, but um, hopefully this guy's help. Hopefully this helps you. Again, we have a million-dollar tournament, so figured out I'll put the hours and put the work in to, um, to help you guys out with this one. But, yeah, thanks again for everyone to come and check the video. Um, really do appreciate it. Hope you guys all have a good day. Um, if you guys are interested in esports, again, I'll have a CSGO video up um, right after the MIBR versus FURIA game. Uh, we have a nice three-game slate for Wednesday. So thanks again, guys. Again, hope you have a good day, and I will see you all in the next video.